just see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. What's going down? Welcome back. It's officially season three of the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy, Dre. I miss y'all motherfuckers, man. I know we did some little bonus shit, but we back in full swing. It's season three episodes every other week type shit. On time, every time, you know what I'm saying? We're going to start the podcast off like always. Ain't shit changing for season three, man. Thank y'all so much. So much, bruh. It's been dope to see all the interaction with the social media, the fucking shares, the support, the reviews. Appreciate everybody who who left the review. You know what I'm saying? Y'all the realists, if you still haven't left one, go ahead and drop that five stars for your boy. It's real simple. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you at. Uh, shout out to everybody following the social media. If you're not already following the social media, Facebook is FTS Podcast. Everywhere else is at Fuck This Shit Podcast. Instagram, Twitter, Reddit at Fuck This Shit Podcast. That shit at Fuck This Shit Pod. It'll pull up. Go ahead, follow that shit. Tell your people to follow that shit. Y'all, we back. We back. Oh, the energy it feels so fucking good, man. We got we got some new shit. We got some old shit, man. We got. All the segments you love, real nigga story time, white people do this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out my boy Ty Keys, bruh. Keys laced us with something real special, you know what I'm saying? We were, we was gonna change up the whole theme song from top to bottom, but, you know, on the cool, my nigga just laced that hoe, so it's so perfect, man. It just fits the podcast so well, I feel like. I feel like y'all niggas might mutiny if we took that shit away. I'm like, man, I don't know how the people feel about that, my nigga. So we came, we came up with something, put our heads together or whatever. And uh, so make sure you stay tuned for the end of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got new outro music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's some real dope shit. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Man, what the fuck else is going down, man? Fucking nothing, y'all. Life is, life is regular. A nigga working, working, <clears throat> working too goddamn hard. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get this little bread together. You know what I'm saying? New new year, new me type shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying so hard to get the video at a podcast down, y'all. Like, it's harder than you think. Like, to, to me, it don't make no sense for me to just, like, throw up some dry ass video that's just literally me in front of the microphone like i'm not trying to like put no special effects or nothing but at least like have some real good quality and like a, a good little ambiance you know what i'm saying like i want it to be worth publishing the video content and like learning how to record it and edit it like that's a process all in its own so that's gonna be coming season three as soon as I figure out how to really do it. Now, I've told y'all before, it's a one-man one fucking band over here. You know what I'm saying? I get a little bit of assistance here and there with some little shit. Uh, and, uh, you know, like the like the theme song with keys. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, little shit. I might need a little help with. I might get a hand with here and there. But by and large, man, this is, this is all me here. So, I got to learn that shit so that I can really, really put it out. But, but know that that's, that's part of the plan. 
it's part of the, the master plan for success and world domination and content creation. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I had chopped it up with y'all about how I started this year off, man. I was meditating and shit, doing my yoga, my back went and hurting, you know what I'm saying? My mind was clear. I was effective, efficient, nigga. I felt like I was moving on a higher level than ever. You hear I'm talking in the past tense, right? Why is, like, it's so hard to take care of yourself? Like, I could find time to do everything in the world, but, like, Finding time to, like, do shit that, like, really benefits my mind and body, like, uh-uh, that shit dry. I was, do you remember I was telling y'all about the phone and how, like, I was like, I'm going to stay away from my phone. My phone is, like, cracked. My phone be on do not disturb. It just made me be on my phone more because I'm like, I'm not going to hear it go off. So I just be, like, holding my phone like a crackhead, bruh. Right now I'm recording the podcast. I was like... I was about to bring my phone in here, but I'm like, bro, like, what you going to be looking down at your phone while you supposed to be recording a podcast? Like, nigga, put your phone on the charger, bro. Like, and now I'm in here like, but what if somebody texts me? Like, nigga, what if they text me? It's 1.50 in the fucking morning. Like, yeah, bro, I'm trying to get my life together, y'all. I'm, And I'm, I've always said that, like, you know how if you say, like, I'm going to start something on Monday, like, Monday will never come. Like, you're like I'm going to start going back to the gym Monday. I'm going to start eating back right Monday. You know what I'm saying? Like, Monday never comes. So, like, I don't like to project shit out. I like to just start doing it. And then once I, like, get in the groove, I'll be like, yeah, nigga, you really doing your thing. But maybe that's counterproductive, too. Maybe I just need to... Fuck it. I'm putting it on wax, y'all. It's the... I'm, I'm actually... So, I, I, I... Whatever. It's Today is the 24th. It's, it is Thursday right now. It's, like, Thursday at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm recording this. Uh. Yeah. The uh, tomorrow, I'm about to the the twenty fifth. I'm about to start back right. I'm about to start my meditation. I'm about to get right back into the groove because I was it was I was in a stride, and I just like let that shit fall the fuck apart. You know what I'm saying? Like on some dry ass shit. But whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of my new little vibe. I'm about to get back on that, or that's my that's one of my next things, or, or what I've been on, or whatever. Uh. It was really something else I wanted to tell y'all niggas, man. Some shit that had been going down with the podcast or with my life or something. I can't remember. You know how that be. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, yeah, I was going to tell y'all one new thing about the podcast. One new thing about me, period. You know what I'm saying? Just trying like showing y'all, showing y'all I'm taking this more seriously or whatever. Like, I, I went out to tell you, like, I'm actually recording this on the day that it drops. But... I got episodes recorded in the vault right now, y'all. This has never before been the case on the Fuck This Shit podcast. I can literally go on vacation right now and still release y'all episodes on time for the next few episodes because I'm I'm starting to learn how to how to change up my process or whatever. And even though I ain't been meditating, I've been focused on this shit. So, like, I just want y'all niggas to know I'm taking this shit seriously. So, you know, I got shit in the bag. I'm recording this tonight because I'm like... I think I'm going to still give y'all a fresh episode anytime I got time. I'm going to give it to you as close to drop as possible from top to bottom. Like, just record you a whole fresh episode. And then I got some of them ones in the cut. They good, too. Like, you know, we talking about all kinds of shit. I told y'all I was going to do y'all an episode about about them bum-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? About my mama's husbands. You know what I'm saying? Some people call them stepdads. That episode is done. You know what I'm saying? Psh, nigga in the vault. You know what I'm saying? I did an episode where I kind of talk about men and women, and I never really do that. You know what I'm saying? That shit done in the vault. 
that shit gonna get me in trouble. I know it is, bro. Even though I was, I felt like I was real even and fair. And I wasn't critical in no kind of way because that's not the person I am and the position I come from. You know, whenever you speak a little too candidly, you know, somebody going to be upset. But that's OK. I want to hear I want to hear what people feel. And if it, if it you know, if it, if it upsets you, I want to know why type shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to actually start a genuine discourse on these things because I think it's it's going to be interesting. You know, uh, I told y'all I had the mic. I had bought a mic that I'm going to start sending to people so that we can get the guest uh, episodes recorded and started. I've been bullshitting on that. But, you know, that's just because, like, bro, the post office, nigga, who's trying to go to the post office? Like, anyway, I got asked to do a podcast with the homie. I'm going to knock that out soon. Not like a, a, a whole series or anything, just an episode. I'm going to knock that out soon. I'll release that to y'all. It's going to be some shit cracking, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to waste y'all time too much with the news or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Shit about the podcast. Because, you know, I want niggas. I want niggas. You know, niggas, you knew. You know what I'm saying? To the shit. I don't want y'all to feel like this is just, oh, so you just tell us what you're going to do next? Like, no, 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 no. I'm excited. This is the first episode of season three. I ain't really got a chance to reconnect with the, with the fans. You know what I'm saying? With the homies. So, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to, like, link back in with y'all, tap back in on some regular shit. But, you know, like I said, we got all the segments as before. I'm going to jump y'all off with, you know what I'm saying, a crowd favorite. You know what I'm saying? Real nigga story time. Real nigga story time. Real nigga story time. All right, y'all. So before we get into today's segment of real nigga story time, you know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to let y'all know, you know, you may hear a little bit of cocoa melon gently in the background. You might hear the AC kick on. These are things you never heard before in the fuck this shit podcast because I don't record when I have the baby and when the baby's, I turn the air off and shit like that or whatever. When the baby's here, I can't really do that. And, you know, if she's here, she's awake, you know, she got to be entertained if I'm being here doing this or whatever. And as a part of my master plan for world domination and content creation, you know what I'm saying? I'm starting to pre-record shit. I'm trying to get shit locked in the vault so we don't ever miss deadlines. We'll never miss times. I'm trying, I told y'all, trying to flood y'all with a massive influx of quality content. So that means I got to record all the time and I have my kids a lot. So. It be in my every once in a while you might hear a little slight background. I don't I don't even know if you're gonna hear it. This is my first time having to do this. I can hear Coco Melon. I but honestly at this point I feel like I can hear Coco Melon inside my brain. Like I can actually hear Coco Melon in the shower. I can hear Coco Melon at work. I hear Coco Melon in the car. Like everywhere I go, I hear them stupid ass fucking songs. Cause it's just basically drilled into my head at this point. So whatever. If y'all can send me something that says that Coco Melon rots your kids' brains, that's like real man. Send it to me because I swear, just give me some proof. And that shit is dead, nigga. JJ could, I be wanting to JJ would catch caps around this motherfucker. Fuck that little bald head white baby, nigga. I hate JJ, nigga. I hate JJ. Anyway. I told you all that just so you were aware of the new situations. I'm not going to explain that shit too much. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to let niggas know. Today's Real Nigga Story Time is actually brought to you in part by Brianna. Uh, I love whenever me and Bri have encounters where I get to 
bring it into the podcast. She she always says that when I talk about Blaze on the podcast, I talk about how smart she is. And when I talk about Brie, I talk about how dumb she is. And I'm like, I mean, nigga, like, you are smart. Like, you in AP classes, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're objectively extremely intelligent. But, like, you're 15 and no one gives a fuck about that. Like, no one give a fuck about what no 15-year-old is doing right in life. Like, y'all don't care about how well Brianna's musical went and how good she is at choir and how, like, like, Brie is, like, really, really good at choir, y'all. Like, Brie is, like, super good about choir. But, like, I don't talk about my kids because I know y'all don't give a fuck. But that's another, I don't want to jump into another segment. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, because I do got something on that, too. But anyway, um, you know, the whole point is I don't talk about the good parts of Brie because the good parts of Brie aren't interesting to anyone but her parents. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep it real. And, and Blaze is a baby. You can't talk too bad about a baby or people think that you might be kicking it or something like that you know what i'm saying so i have to big up blaze you know what i'm saying that way y'all know that i'm not over here you know burning her with cigarettes and shit like that and then with brie i I gotta tell y'all about all of her misfortune because it's the only parts of her life that are really interesting you know what i'm saying to y'all so back to uh, a story driven directly by brie's misfortune (laughs) So honestly, this is kind of like, you know, as a dad, like you have times where you have to like ask yourself, like, am I am I a piece of shit? Because like sometimes I feel like dads, we can be a little we can let our kids kind of learn the hard way a little bit too much. Right. So me and Bree, one day we Bree's probably like six, seven years old. You know what I'm saying? So somewhere around this age. Let me see. I could actually let's see. Uh, what was we there for? We was there for some shit for the fish tank. So it had to been after 2014. So Bree was probably about seven or eight. Bree's probably about seven or eight, right? And the the whole reason we there is for this fish tank. And uh, side note on a fish tank, like a big fish tank, like an aquarium. Like I had an aquarium, like a 55-gallon aquarium. Not enormous, you know what I'm saying, but big. Them motherfuckers is not as easy to maintain as you think, bro. I killed so many fish, bro. Like, honestly, it came to a point where I felt like it was almost animal cruelty for me to even buy a fish. Because that nigga was really living his last days from the moment he got in my car, bro. I was like the girl on uh, Finding Nemo with the braces who be shaking the fish up. Like, I felt like her, bro, but I wasn't shaking my fish up, y'all. I swear. I was. I bought all the chemicals for the water, and I'm over here trying to do everything right with the water, and like... They tell you, like, to put the bag in and then, like, let the fish out. Like, I tried. I thought I did everything right, bro. And I had some fish that lasted a long time. But, bro, like, as I would try and introduce new schools of fish, either I had fish in there that was too gangster and they would just start eating all the other fish or they would just die. Like, I was just, look, niggas would be all on the filter, nigga, just eyes all bugged out, just on the filter. I'm like, damn. Damn. Then I had these one fish that kept going all the way up in the filter. I'm talking about. My nigga's up there in the meat grinder in the top, bro. Like, but anyway, and, and they're a big-ass money pit if you don't know how to get them right. So I was on one of my mini trips to the pet store to go buy some shit for this aquarium or whatever. So me and Bree are there, and, uh, you know, we walking through. And, you know, the pet store is a dope place. I like pet stores. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you don't like pet stores or animals, you kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we go, obviously, and we go look at all the animals, you know what I'm saying? The little rabbits and the guinea pigs and shit. If she be touching the guinea pigs, I think guinea pigs are gross, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
She'd be picking the animals all up that they'll let her pick up and shit or whatever. I'm just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Get these communicable diseases because these niggas is nasty, you know. But whatever. Whatever, right? It's, it's fun. She enjoyed it. And I'm looking at the snakes and shit because I think snakes are cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at the snakes and, you know, just having a good father-daughter experience at the pet store. You know, as we get ready to leave, we walking up towards the front and they've got... All these like, you know how they have, I'm, I'm talking to y'all like y'all ain't never been in a pet store and a lot of y'all are white. So I know you already know what I'm talking about. They got like the snack bar for the dogs. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're not white, depending on like, I don't want to say how black you are. Cause you know, I don't like being like that, but depending on like, you know, how, how you are with animals. Cause you know. Culturally, all of us don't fuck with dogs and animals like that. Like, the animals in the black community is a real gray area. It's gray as fuck. To pick. But anyway, they got these snack bars, and it's like, it looks like little treats. And, like, they buy icing on the, on the little bones and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, little, they look cute, like treats. Like, they look like cookies and shit, really. They look appealing to a young child. Do you feel me? So we walking past and Bree's like, what's up with these cookies type shit? I don't remember exactly what she said, but the vibe was, what's up with these cookies? And I'm like, oh, those are dog treats, Bree. You know what I'm saying? Like, those aren't cookies. Well, then, see, this is this could be a joint real nigga story time. White people do this because then this white lady who works there is like, yeah, those are for the pups. But we make all of our animal treats with human grade uh, materials. Uh, so really, anyone can eat them. I'm already like, bro, like, no, they're dog treats. Like, I'm not saying this. I'm just watching the whole shit go down. But Brie, see, Brie is is naive. She doesn't know about the white community the way I do. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't know what's about to happen. Some of y'all are like, nah, this ain't, this not. If y'all ain't, if y'all ain't tracking, let me just take you on through. Because I already seen where this was going. I know my daughter and I know white ladies. This lady was, so white lady approximately 53 years old working at PetSmart. I knew exactly where we was going with this the moment she said made with human grade materials. So Bree's like, so you mean like a person could really eat one of these? And she's like, yeah. So then Bree is like, well, I mean, what do they taste like? Like, are they good? And the lady looks at her and says, I mean, they're not like super sweet. Like, uh, like real cookies. She was like, but those ones aren't bad and points at some. So first of all, I'm already like, you out of pocket lady because you be in here eating the treats. Like you have a pocket, you have some of them treats in your pocket right now and you're going to give a bite to a dog and then you're going to eat the rest of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to let a dog take a little bite off the top and then you're going to put the rest of that cookie in your mouth. Is you're going to double white lady meat. You're going to like eat a dog treat, but you're also going to eat it after your dog. And listen, I just want y'all to know, I try and extend these olive branches to your community as often as I can. I know it's not just white people who do that. I literally have an aunt who lets her dog eat out of her like food, like that she's eating. Like that nigga can jump up in her lap, get him some off the plate and jump back on the floor. And she'll look at that nigga like did nothing happen. So I mean, like, it's not just y'all. But it's y'all's thing, though. Y'all started it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like crip walking. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's white people who could crib walk, but like, you know, crib started that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so Bree, being naive, being eight, seven, eight years old, she's like, can I have one? The lady's like, yeah, you could just have one. Gives it to her for the free. Now, I don't know why Bree decided not to try the cookie in front of the lady. But as we walking out, She's like asking me now. She's like, should I really try it? Like, do you think it's good? I was like, so look, now I'm like, I mean, it's made out of human grade materials. Why not? (laughs) Uh, She's looking at me like, for real? I'm like, I mean, you heard what she said. You know, I'm not answering the question, bro. I'm just like, you know, shit, you trust this white lady you don't know? Trust her. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nigga, Bree take a bite of that goddamn dog treat. Nigga, she get the... <laughs> She's like, Daddy, that is not good. I'm like, nigga, duh, it's not good. It's dog food, nigga. You out here eating dog food, nigga. <laughs> and y'all, listen, you don't understand, bro. Like, if you don't know me as a person, you don't know that, like, that I parent kind of hard. Like... Not, like, uh, aggressive, but, like, I'm not soft with my kids. Like, I, I make fun of my kids, like, the way I make fun of people. So, like, I was really, like, talking shit to her all day because she ate dog food. Like, I'm like, nigga, you eat dog food, though. Like, she'll say something to me, and I'll be like, I'm not listening to nobody who eats dog food. Like, you eat dog food. Like, <laughs> oh, man, y'all, I... Bree is the hey listen the real nigga in that story is Bree you know what I'm saying because she still fuck with me after being a bully to her you know what I'm saying like she reminded me of this story the other day I actually forgot about that shit she was like you remember when you let me eat dog treats (laughs) oh man dog I don't know man I, I still go with the way I parent because like she she was like she never was sad that I could see she never I didn't I'm also in tune with my kids, so I pay attention to how they feel. I, I I don't let them. I try not to get in get them in their feelings, and if I do, I go back and I be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I went too far, I went too far. But the dog food, nigga, oh yeah, Bree's dog food. So if you see Bree in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm thinking about different merch ideas. Y'all, let me know if Bree eats dog food is a good one. Bree eats dog food. Bree eats dog treats. Dog biscuit. Oh no. <laughs> anyway. You know how it goes, man. I'm going to go into a short little break, and then uh, we'll be back with some more. So, I figure, fuck it, man. Season three, we're going to jump into this motherfucker, like, feet first type shit, like, I know a lot of times, like, some of the some of the episodes would be kind of, like, just about my life stories and shit like that or whatever shit I've been through. But, like, I was thinking, let's talk about some tough shit today, you know? Not tough. I don't want to say, like, tough. Like, you know, we're having the difficult conversations. It's not really that vibe. It's just, like, you know, straight up, like, you know, I talk about my life from the perspective that I see it, right? And that's like a straight black man. You know what I'm saying? Like all those things are like relevant in in the world now. Hell, I'm like 30, you know what I'm saying? So let my daughter and her friends tell it. That means off top, I'm at least like a percentage homophobic. 
something that I resent. You know what I'm saying? I will fight against that actually forever and ever and ever. Like, but I don't want to start there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to start just because, you know, you don't be like black straight, man. It'd be like, then it sounds like you're trying to put too much emphasis on the straight. Like, that's weird. I don't know. Like, that's just not like the operative order of like identifiers. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like for me, I feel like the black is the thing that stands out the, the most because it's the loudest. You know what I'm saying? Like, from a distance, you can see that this in front of you is nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 6'3", 6'4", you know what I'm saying? I'm bald and bearded, you know what I'm saying? Large and black, you feel me? So I just, my thing, the thing that I, I pay the most attention to is the black. Because that's the thing that's the most likely to, like, impact how I'm being treated in a certain situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even necessarily from the perspective of... I'm going to be like directly discriminated against, but like it is the, it is the, the identifier that people will see first. Right. So there's a few things. I don't necessarily want to like spend a whole bunch of time talking about like white privilege and what that is. Cause it's 2022. And like, honestly, like if you don't understand what white privilege is and that that's not like some assault on your hard work ethic and the fact that your dad was poor and all of that. Like if you, if you think any of that has to do with white privilege, like, Go just type it into Google and let somebody, you can find a billion videos where they will explain it to you. Go watch Jane Elliott talk to you about your brown eyes or your blue eyes or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but it's like, you do have to understand that like in America, like white is kind of like a, a standard in America. And like what I mean by the standard is not like, oh, like if it's white, it's right. You know what I'm saying? Well, it is kind of what I mean. Like America kind of looks at it that way. Like, okay. Like, I'm a straight black man. The thing that is most loud for me is the black. For a straight white man, the thing that's most loud is the man. Because, like, white is, like, the understood you in America. You see what I'm going with this, right? Like, so, like, whiteness, like, almost doesn't even mean shit here. Like, it means everything, but, like, it doesn't really mean anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you are a straight white woman you know what i'm saying like the woman comes first if you are a gay white man like in truth the man still kind of comes first like that's all people see when they see you like even they might see white man you know what i'm saying but like oh shit they might see a white man you know what i'm saying but like not in the same way that they see a black man i don't know if that makes sense to you like The being white thing isn't really like, I guess when I say it's not loud, it's not like harmful. Like it's not an impediment to, like, unless you happen to be in the hood, in which case, like, you know, maybe they won't think you're cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, in most cases, like, you know, like you be hearing sometimes white people like, you know, I too have been discriminated against because I'm white. Like, I'm sure you have because like, it's the world. But barely, you know what I'm saying? Like not on the level of like what we talking about. Like when I walk into somewhere, I behave differently because I know that like they will treat me differently because I'm black, regardless or not, whether or not I might do anything wrong. Like I don't like, like I was talking to some white people because I work with a lot of them and I'm like, we're having a conversation about how like, 
white people like move with like this assumption that like nothing's gonna happen you know what i'm saying like they break like little small rules because they're like oh it's nothing you know what i'm saying and we were actually i was talking about this in the context of the fact that like as i moved here i realized culturally that like that is kind of an american thing and like the like more you feel bound to this country in the in the sense of like uh a part of i feel like gives you more like leeway within that like i feel like okay big sidebar the reason why i'm saying what i'm saying about that is because when i first started working here i started to notice that like little shit that like we don't give a fuck about about our job like you know most motherfuckers you got a job and they got some like food that's like kind of free like it ain't really free like you ain't supposed to eat it but like ain't nobody gonna say shit to you about it you know what i'm saying like that's kind of like how the salads are at one of my jobs like the salads and the potatoes like if you want a salad or potato you can just go make one don't nobody give a fuck right but it's like, I noticed like some of the Hispanics would be like acting like, nah, like they don't even want to be a part of it when you're doing it. Cause they like, nah, like you breaking the rules. Like some of them, like they don't want to break like no rules. Like you be like, let me get some extra bacon for my table. And they be like, nah, like hell no, nah, we only supposed to give this much bacon. But like my read on that is honestly like they not trying to get, they not trying to make it hot. Like, they know, they like, nah, bro, like, these motherfuckers, like, the reason why I feel like that is because I feel like that when I'm dealing with white people sometimes. Like, when they trying to get me to do some shit on some, like, ain't nothing gonna happen, I be like, hell nah, bro, like, you don't know what they'll do to me. I be feeling like that's how the Hispanics be feeling at the job sometimes. Like, they like, y'all be trying to, like, willy-nilly break these little rules, but, like, it's harder for us to get jobs, like, decent jobs than you realize. You know what I'm saying? Like... And some of these motherfuckers been working in these places for a long ass time. And they like, you think because I've been working here 20 years, they give a fuck about me. But they don't like they don't give a fuck about none of us. And it's like, damn, I feel you, my nigga, because they don't give a fuck about us either. They just but it's like, like I said, we feel a little bit more a part of the system as far as like, yeah, they don't really give a fuck about us. But like it's only so much they can do to me before it's discrimination and I can take it to, you know what I'm saying? Like even as black people, like we kind of have like a level of status within America. That's like weird because there are actually a lot of rules that are tailored to ensuring that like our rights are protected. It's just like also a lot of loopholes to where they don't have to honor those rules. But like some of them like have been around for so long that like, okay, basically what I'm saying is this. I feel like in America at this point right now, it would be harder to fire somebody because they was black or like even somebody black on like a nothing ass reason than it would be to hire, than would be to like fire a Hispanic, especially one of the motherfuckers who don't speak English. Because a lot of them people don't speak English. Like just because they got a green card and they're supposed to be here doesn't mean that they speak English. So like, I feel like if they wanted to fire one of them, it's like, even though the same rules and protections apply, it's just like a matter of access, right? It's like a matter of access and understanding like so much in life is about whether you know the next step to take. So it's like, I feel like there's kind of an an implication with that community that they won't know the next step to take. And I don't think it's necessarily like incorrect. It's wrong, but it's not necessarily incorrect, right? Depending on who you know, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, motherfuckers got rich uncles and aunties and motherfuckers with lawyers and this and that. You never know. But, like, I just feel like, as a whole, it's probably, like, a more 
extreme version of how we feel in certain situations because like they have less protections boundaries here especially if they actually not citizens like if you're not a citizen it's like i don't know how much less protections you have in america but like i know you have less i know how america works and i know that anything they can do to other you they will and they will other you on top of your other you know what i'm saying so it is what it is right um so I kind of I kind of feel for that dynamic or whatever. Like, I just think that's kind of weird. Um, and I know I said this was a big tangent, but it's actually not that big a tangent. I'm actually kind of more in the groove of where I wanted to be than I realized, because like what I was what I was really wanted to kind of talk about is like just the different relationships that we have culturally between each other. Right. Like, I feel like the black and white thing is kind of like the biggest one in America because of the whole, you know, slavery thing. Like, it's the chattel slavery thing. It's the thing where, you know, they enslaved all the black people and, like, erased all their culture and history. You know what I'm saying? Like, that changed things. It's like, some people be like, it's like if you had a relationship with somebody and they cheated on you, but it's not like that. It's like if you had a relationship with somebody and then they enslaved you and your children. You know what I'm saying? It's like that, actually. So, like, it's never, I'm not saying it can never be, the ship can never be righted. But I am saying that, you know, it's deeper than some light shit. You know, it's the reason why in America it's a lot leans on that black, white shit. But um, I feel like it creates a weird dynamic. I feel like the dynamic that black and white people have in America creates a super weird dynamic between black people and other cultures. Like, and when I say black people... I never, I'm never talking about, like, if, if you listen to this and you know where, like, your roots are, like, you know your ethnic origin, like, if you listen to this and you like, oh, my mom and dad are Nigerian, you know what I'm saying, or you listen to this, you like, oh, my mom and dad are Jamaican, and even, even Jamaican, like, yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna take that, yeah, Jamaicans, because they've been there so damn long, yeah, do you still know more than we do, yeah, if you like, my mom and dad are Jamaican, if you like, if you like, hell, my, my dad is from fucking South Africa and my mom is from France, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can trace back where your family is from, even though America look at you and they see black, and I, and I think that's an important part of the conversation, right? I'm not talking about you when I say black. And I'm only not talking about you because, like, it creates a cultural difference when you know where you're from versus the people who are like the American descendants of slaves. Like, it's just different. It's way fucking different. First of all, first off, nobody comes to America and wants to be the niggas. Like, let's just put that off top. Like, nobody comes to America. Look like, like when you come to a place, you have fresh eyes on it. So I don't really give a fuck what none, nobody says. Like, they watch TV and they they subject to, like, a lot of the propaganda that, you know what I'm saying, other people are too or whatever. But, like objectively speaking what i believe happens in a lot of cases is the and i don't immigrants is like a slur now but it's not it's actually just a term for people who not from here it's like a blanket term because i'm I'm using immigrants because i'm not talking about just mexicans i'm talking about all of the different cultures that immigrate here i do not believe that you would immigrate to america see the way white people cast black people and then choose to be black people you wouldn't you do everything you can to make sure that you and your kids did not get cast in that in that nigga bucket. You don't want to be with us. Like, and even though that is frustrating as fuck on a lot of levels, 
I can't I can't empathize with that because it makes sense because like life is already really hard. Like everyone's life is really hard without taking on the difficulties of the next person shit. So like I can understand how if you immigrated to this country, first of all, you just came from somewhere that you think is that you at least thought was like worse than where you was coming. I'm not here to cast uh, generalizations about people's home nations, especially because I'm not traveled. I've never really been in none of these places. So I'm not going to be Donald Trump and calling these places shitholes. Like, I don't know about why people come here on a real granular level. But you came here, or your family came here because they felt like they had a better opportunity here, like shit would be better here for one reason or another. Upon arriving, they got to see how niggas was treated. And I think that it builds into prejudice because I do believe that like you start to search for why do they treat the black people this way? And then those thoughts start to turn into, well, it's because they act like this. Well, it's because they do this. You know what I'm saying? And then it makes it a lot easier for you to buy into stereotypes. You know what I'm saying? That like are kind of like really counterproductive to like the whole, you know, they're just racist. Like they're just white supremacist tropes about about the black people because like, one thing America does really well is like blanket and closet white supremacy where it like doesn't really look like something that harmful. Like it looks like something that people are overreacting about, like the people need to get over. But it's actually not because it's like it's like death by a thousand cuts. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's not like a huge thing to say that black people like chicken and watermelon and they're lazy you know what i'm saying but it's like after a while you know what i'm saying when you start to look back at like how that thought was how that thought began how that uh sentiment began and like what it was used to like personify like it's different you know what i'm saying like it's it's not so like now any joke about black people being lazy is like it hits harder because black people are lazy. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why some of that shit is like not really funny. Like, that's why it's like to me, like making jokes about black people being monkeys and making jokes about white people smelling like wet dogs. Don't sit on the same foundation. You know what I'm saying? Because like the jokes about white people smelling like wet dogs are because like when white people get hot and sweaty, like they musty and they must smells different to us. Like, that's all that is to me. Like, like we just think you smell different when you stink. Like, we stink when we get hot and sweaty too, nigga. Like, we're not fucking dumb. It's a joke. But it's not rooted in anything that's, like, harmful or detrimental to, like, your overall well-being. Whereas the black people are monkeys thing comes from the fact that, like, motherfuckers used to believe that, like, black people came from monkeys whereas white people came from people. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just really not the same vibes. It's not the same vibes. Like, so you can't really whatever. So, but anyway, my, my whole point is this, is that like, if you come here from another country, you don't really have that whole history and context. And we don't teach that history here, which is why like the whole critical race theory thing is so fucking crazy to me. Like I was watching some shit about CRT and how it's being weaponized against whatever, whatever, whatever. And they was actually talking about there's a textbook that some of these charter schools are using that says that a, a slave that believed in God had more freedom than a white man who didn't. Boy, I, listen, 
Like, <laughs> and that's some shit that they teaching right now in 2022. Like, that's actually in textbooks. Like, a widely adopted textbook, not like a one-off instance. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit that really be going on here. So, like, yes, I get why, again, you would immigrate here from another country and you would not be given the appropriate resources and information to really understand and contextualize why the environment is between black and white people the way it is and why the condition is for the black community the way it is in America. And you would easily ascribe to some of those like it's their fault shits, right? Like that really makes sense to me. But that doesn't change the fact that like once you start to ascribe to those things and like you believe in that, like you now like believe in things that are counterproductive to like my success as a like person. So I don't have to hate you for it. I don't hate you for it. But like, I don't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my advice to all of y'all would be, and I used to, for real, I, I, I started off, I'll be transparent. I started off thinking this was a Mexican thing. I was like, the Mexicans think that they could be white because some of them are real fair skinned and like, they think that they could pass for white. But like, what you don't know is that like them white people will never let you be white. Because it's not really about, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like, it's a power structure. Like, they're not going to allow any other people into the power structure because power is like something that there's only a finite amount of. And the more people you let in, the less you have, like it starts to disseminate. So people who maintain all that power in America got that through white supremacy. They're not letting any other people into white. But as I started to be like, honestly, just living in Houston more in a more diverse area, you start to meet people from different cultures. You start to learn that that is not a thing in the Hispanic community, like the fucking Indian and and, and uh, Middle Eastern community does has that shit. Fucking the African community has that shit. Fucking I met German people who believe like other white pe- people from white people from other countries. You know what I'm saying? Like they believe that shit to a degree like it's not just. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fucking Asians as you would more typically believe to do, like Eastern Asians. You know what I'm saying? Like th- those things are like heavy in their culture. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like they've come to a point where I think everybody's trying so hard not to be a nigga that now they, they start to lose sympathy for us. Now, there's two things that I want to I wanna touch on before I get get too far. First of all, like, to the white people listening, I really have a really broad definition of white. Like, not even definition of white. Like, white to me is something you have to claim. Like, and the reason why black is something that we have to accept and white is something that you get to claim is because, like all these other immigrants I was talking about, y'all know where your family's immigrated from, <clears throat> excuse me, 95% of the time. Like, I know white people who like know they family seal type shit. Like they know like history of their family, like generations and generations and generations and centuries past. You did like because of the unique way that the black descendants of slaves, like whole culture and identity was erased from their ancestors. Like we don't have any of that. Like the only thing we have is America. You know what I'm saying? Like the only thing we have is black. The only people we can tie to are each other. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, our cord home was cut. You see what I'm saying? Like, and even now, like, yeah, you can find out where you were from and you can go back and try and, like, get more in touch with your roots. And I'm not saying that that's not dope and that it doesn't, like, provide any value or context. But what I will say is that, like, it doesn't 
doesn't speak to like your lived experience. Like I would love to know like where like my ancestors were from and like go visit that country and learn more about that or whatever. But like it would almost be like like a like a assignment, like not an assignment, like because I mean, like I would enjoy it. But like it's like history, like it's like learning about a culture that had influence on you, not like learning about like it's just like I'm learning about it. You understand what I'm saying? Like the people who I like, like my my grandparents couldn't teach it to me. It's not embedded in my genetic line. It's not something that's like a part of me and my family. It's something I would have to go learn about and then be like, oh, this was a part of my genetic thing until it was like, bro, like the only thing we share with them is genes now. You feel what I'm saying? Like the stories, the whatever is like the, the mannerisms, like all of that shit is broken. Like, so that's why I kind of say that like you have to claim whiteness because you could just say you're German. You could just say you're Scottish. You could just say you're Italian. You could say you're French. You could say whatever. Like if you want to be white, that's because you want to ascribe to this American ideal of whiteness. But the American idea of whiteness is, is like racist. It's fuck. And like rooted in white supremacy and like capitalist greed, like the white American archetype is trash so like if you want to be that then like go ahead but like just know that like that's trash to me like that's trash to me in every single way so like if you want to ascribe to that and be like well when you talk about white people da, 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 just know i'm gonna tell you you don't have to be white if you don't want to be but if it's so important to you that you hold on to george washington and thomas jefferson who i recently found out kept his mistress in a cave while she had his kids like his black slave mistress, not mistress, like still, they, they loved each other. Like his slave who he was raping because, you know, it's like, I'm your slave. It's not like I can tell you no. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole consent thing. But if you want to be that, then be that. But it's trash as fuck to me. And you're trash as fuck too, honestly. I'm not even going to cap. Like, just tie more into your history. And if you want to, like, be like, maybe your family, maybe for whatever reason, you don't know. And you like one of us nigga castaways who doesn't know anything about our family history and you can't find out. And I'll be so sad for you if you got pale skin and you have that because it's fucking tragic. It really is sad to not be able to tie into something further back. So if you have to tie into American whiteness because you cannot go any further, then just know that your family was probably poor ass whites because if they had any money, you would know that. And you should hate the white supremacist power structure of America, too. And you can just be like, hey. I, I I I only claim this because it's all I know, but I ain't talking about y'all, nigga. You don't benefit if you if you white and you don't even know where your family came from. You ain't really benefiting from a lot of this shit like these other niggas is. You need to really go check your rewards points because you need to cash them in. You're not getting everything that you should be getting for that whiteness. But the other thing uh, I wanted to say was to the other people I was talking about though. To those people who come to America, to those people who immigrate to America, see niggas and don't want to be niggas until you find out that you are niggas. That's frustrating, bro. Like, I'm not even going to cap. Like, that's really fucking annoying. Like, it's really annoying to watch whole communities of people go out of their way to not be grouped in with niggas, but then want to be like, oh, my God, like, can you believe how these white people are treating us? Like, yes. Yes, we can. Actually, we tried to tell you that that's how they would treat you. We tried to tell you that that's a like, I feel like, and you know, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like other communities OJ us a lot. If y'all not familiar with this, OJ lived his life basically telling people that he was, that's, 
that he wasn't a black man. Like he's like, oh, I don't want people to think of me as black. I'm just OJ Simpson. And then he rage murdered his wife and her boyfriend. And he was like, they only doing this to me because I'm black. And even though because we have such a hatred for the white supremacist legal system in America, we was happy that OJ got off. I mean, like, it's a bittersweet pill to pass, to swallow, sorry, that that nigga really did just throw on the nigga cloak so that he could, like, get some of the benefits of being a disparaged person or discriminated against. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like sometimes that happens a lot with other communities where they come here and they be quick to bash black people and think that we only in this place because we lazy and they believe all that bullshit. And then, like, you know, some nigga shit happened to them. And then they be like, damn, you know especially y'all that look like us. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all be out here. Y'all parents be kind of racist a little bit. And then one of y'all get caught with some weed and they be like, oh, you black. And you like, no, 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 we Nigerian. They like, no, you're black. Like, we don't give a fuck about that shit. You niggas, like, you could get your ass whooped like niggas could get. You could go to jail like niggas can go. Like, we'll treat you exactly the same. And we don't give a fuck about none of that other shit. Because it wasn't about none of the shit that you thought it could have been about. A lot of it is just because you got dark skin. So, like, you know, that's just, like, my warning to, like, my, yeah, warning, really, to, like, any community that comes to America. And you really want to look at it like, oh, these niggas had it coming. Okay, just know that when it's your turn, <laughs> it's your turn, we'll remember this. Because, you know, it was you diggers, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know. I, uh. My daughter, man, she she said she said that shit I told y'all. That shit she said about how like we all homophobic, everybody over a certain age. She thinks we're all little boosie. And I hate little boosie now, y'all. Like, well, I don't hate little boosie, but like I used to love Boosie's music, but Boosie really fucked it up for me with all the shit he be talking, like. And that nigga is not sorry. And that just don't really sit right with me. I don't really like that, so I'm not a little boosie, Bree. But no, for real, I I told her, I said, you know, I think that in a lot of ways, people just have to be willing to say that, like, they don't really give a fuck about something because it don't impact them. So, like, that's probably, like, more the driver for their behavior than anything. Like, like, little shit, like, it's so hard for me to like replace like it's like uh like the f word i don't this might be the first time on wax i've ever said that like and what made me say it just now is that joe rogan shit because i don't know if y'all know that joe rogan tape dropping it was like implication of him saying nigga like a thousand times like it was like 74 times but he was like you know i just felt like if i'm using it to describe the situation like it's nothing but it's like we all over here with the energy like, but you're not black, bro. Like, if you're not black, it ain't no reason for your white ass lips to be fixed to say nigga. Like, just don't. Like, just say the N-word like everybody else. And I think that one thing, like, as a black man in particular, like, that's why I said earlier, like, your identifiers, like, really do matter. Like, as a straight black man, one thing it is hard for me to do is to, like, give someone access to, like, one of the few things that we feel like we have power over. And like nigga is one of them. Like the fact that like we have a word that other people can't say. But we could say 
Like, man, that's that's there's some power in that. I'm not even going to cap. I love saying nigga to white people. I love calling white people nigga. It's like one of my favorite things because it's like, ha, gotcha. Like, I know you're like, oh, how do I feel about this? Can I say it back? No, you can't. Like, don't do that. Like, just don't, don't. Right. Like, I do. Like, I love it. It feels I, I'm not even going to cap. When I realize that I've said nigga a bunch of times in front of some white people, I be like laughing in my head because I'm like, y'all feel this, but you can't tell the story back. Like, when you telling your friends this story, like, you can't even tell it like I tell it. Even if you say nigga when I'm not around, it don't hit. It don't even roll off smooth like that. But anyway, my whole point is, I feel like I don't want to. It's like I, like saying the F word instead of just saying it. Like, it's like giving levity to the fact that, like, something else is egregious. And it's like, y'all can't say that. And it's like, no, I'm black. We can say anything we want. Because we like the most oppressed of the groups in America. Like, it's the one thing you get for being black. Like, America doesn't give you anything for being black except, like, a pass on all the other isms that you might have. Like, no one's really tripping because, like, you're black. But as the world turns and we start to, you know, get more progressive as a society, I can understand how more is now expected of my community, how now... I'm a dickhead if I run around not wanting white people to say nigga, but I'm out here saying dropping F-bombs all fucking day, right? So I already don't say it unless I'm like, I'm a, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to stop saying it all together is my goal. I only say it now like as like I say it because it's like super vulgar. Does that make sense? Like it's like it's like and it's, it's like it's like cunt. Like when people say cunt, they saying that because it's like super vulgar and they trying to like be more vulgar than the situation, the demands. That's the only time I would use it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, that's still not cool. That's why I say I'm trying to not use it at all. But like, that's where I'm at now. That's where I'm at in my progression, in my therapy, in my recovery. I just wanted y'all to know exactly where I was in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, using gay to describe things that aren't cool. Not going to lie. That one's, that's a toughie, bro. That one's tough for me. That one is so hard for me because it's like, I've been doing it so long that I literally don't even, it's like, uh, it's like, what's, 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 what's a word? I'm trying to think of a word that has two different definitions. It's like there and there for me. Like when I say there, as in like, belonging to those two people i don't be thinking about there as in over there like i'm literally only thinking about it in that response so when something happens and i'm like that's fucking gay i literally don't even be thinking about the lbgtq community in that moment like i'm not thinking about the fact that two men is somewhere kissing each other like gay just means whack to me now and i know that that is like not right but as i was trying to explain to my knucklehead daughter it's not homophobic though. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I don't hate gay people or like not advocate for gay rights or like I'm not even uncomfortable around gay people because I still have the habit of using gay to mean whack. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a product of, I don't even know if that was a product. Y'all have to let me know. And I mean this sincerely. Like, yeah, I guess it did. It had to, right? Like, it had to have started out with, like, gay being so bad that you, like, whatever. But, like, as things get to be as they get to being so old, like, 
I like I said, it's not cool. I'm not even necessarily trying to justify it as like acceptable behavior. But I'm just saying that I just don't feel like it falls in the category of homophobia. Like that is not the same, right? Like, I don't know. Y'all have to tell me. Let me I'm I'm open to being wrong about these things. Whenever I speak about communities that I'm not a part of, if I'm wrong about some shit, man, y'all holler at me. Like, tell me I'm wrong. Be like, hey, my nigga, like, I see where you was going with that one, but you might have missed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But that's kind of how I feel about that one. Like, I need to stop doing it, but it doesn't make me homophobic. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like this, and I'll, I'll kind of end the whole thing on this. I feel like the way I feel about the gay community has actually led me to feeling that, like, dealing with white people about racist issues needs to be dealt with slightly differently. And what I mean by that is this. I feel like we can't off top call everybody racist because they did something that is racist. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to be real careful to call out the behavior and not the person off top. You know what I'm saying? Like if they have a history of being otherwise, I only feel that way because like, I don't just like, as I, my, my, my saying to my daughter is I'm not just like, okay with gay people. I fucks with the gays, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I fuck with your right. To suck all the dicks you want, bro. Like, it's not something that I'm into. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Excuse me. That's not something I'm into. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if that's what flows your boat, go right ahead, my guy. It doesn't bother me at all, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as you know that I'm not gay, I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that, like, that's where most people stand with a lot of things. Like, it's not necessarily, like, that they have, like, hatred in their heart about something. They just don't really care. Like, and I think, like, that's really what you should say, though. And I'm willing to say that. Like, it's not that I, like, at, at worst, I am apathetic about the gay community because it doesn't really have a tremendous amount of impact over my life. When approached about it, I try to advocate in the best ways that I know how. But on a day-to-day level, it's just not something that like impacts me in a heavy, heavy way. So it's not at the forefront of my mind. I apologize for the times that that makes me have a misstep. But I'm not homophobic and, and I don't dislike gay people. So you can see how like I can see that translating into like, if you like living your life all white and just minding your fucking business, you know what I'm saying? Like if you do some shit that's like, damn nigga, that's really kind of racist, right? I do feel like you should be willing to eat the fact that your behavior was. If you really not that, if that's not your spirit, if that's not your heart, then when somebody comes to you and tells you the behavior you exhibited is reminiscent of, you know what I'm saying? Like that's some, that's some, that's some racist shit. Like what you did is some racist shit. If you not a racist, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't buck back to that. You should be willing to be able to eat that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not homophobic, so I try and make it a point to where if I say something that somebody thinks is homophobic, I try not to immediately come off defensive because I know myself. I know that's not my intent, but because that's not my intent, I'm willing to hear you out. And if you're right, I'll make the, the, the right adjustments, right? That is from now on, that's my first step with the white community. Somebody white does some racist shit. I'm going to come to you like that. I'm going to give you that small moment. If you buck back at me, though, I'm flaming your ass, bro. Like, I'm not doing this with y'all today. I'm not about to explain to you why this is your crack-ass fault. See, I'm calling you a crack-ass shit. It didn't have to be this way. I tried to come to you soft and lovingly with care and compassion like a fucking human being. But now here you go on this whole, like, woe is me. And what about the Irish slaves? Like, I'll fucking fuck. Boy, 
just know that like I'm coming that way with it next. Like it's like it's just like that. I'm going zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. But nah, that's really it, man. That's what this whole episode was about, man. I just wanted to kind of like unpack some of my feelings about like the racial and gender dynamics in America to a degree. You saying I did that episode where I talked about men and women a little bit. I've already thought about a lot of stuff. I'm gonna do a part two to that episode, then a part three and four with women involved. Like it's gonna be dope. Like the content that's gonna come from all of this is gonna be super dope. Uh, I hope y'all fucked with this episode. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of times the shit changes. Some ep- I feel like you know my, the vibe of the podcast be what it be. You know what I'm saying? Like some parts of it be hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it just be some real shit. I feel like. Uh, you know, it all comes from the same place. You know what I'm saying? So y'all give me feedback. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I say this all the time. Y'all shape this podcast. You tell me you like something, I'll do more of it. You tell me you don't like something, I'll do less of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is all y'all. So make sure you tap into everything. We gonna take a break. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got for this. That's That's all I can do to solve the, the race problem in America. That's all I've got for y'all niggas. Uh, then we're gonna take a short little break. I definitely gotta white people do this for y'all, and uh, then we'll be up out of here. So, when black people read the news. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking of black people as as a monolith, being a spokesperson for black people. Some I don't like to do. But today, me, the spokesperson for black people will tell you that what black people do when we read the news and we see headlines and we hear stories. The first thing we try and do is determine before we even read what actually happened. Was that other black people? Was that us? You know what I'm saying? It's a collective consciousness that the black community kind of has that when one of us does some ignorant shit that it makes us all look bad. So. When we read the news, we'd be like, uh, we'd be really hoping that it wasn't us. So much so, personally, when I read ambiguous stories and I can't really tell, I'd be like hoping it was white people. Like, cause I'm like, cause if it's not white people, then it's probably black people. And I don't want us to go out like that. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm sorry, but you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all have so many more white, when a white person does something, it doesn't like ripple through the white community. Like, oh, all white people do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, except for like, you know, not bathe every day. Because I feel like not white people don't think white people prioritize daily showers. Like, maybe every other day or maybe like if you're just tired, it's cool to skip it or whatever. But like, you my white friend and you take showers every day, like religiously, like no matter what, you and your kids. Because that's another thing, too. Y'all have even got to a point where, like, you shower every day, but you, like, you know, I'm a grown-ass man. I get musty. But my kids, like, fuck it. If they miss a Tuesday, it's whatever. Like, I'm just saying, you know, whatever. Science will tell you that that's right, though, if that makes you feel any better. You look, science will tell you that you don't need to bathe with soap and you don't need to bathe every day. You bathe with warm water, like, once every two days. And apparently your body builds up the natural protectants it needs. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that. Anyway. Anyway, we got on a tangent there. Uh, the whole point was, whenever I pick stories for white people do this, I'm trying to pick stories that when I read the headline, I knew for sure it wasn't us off the rip. Like, to where it's like, yeah, this is some, not necessarily some white people shit, like all white people do this, but like only the people who do this are white. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like uh, all all rectangles are squares. 
all all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what I'm saying. One of those is true. Some shit like that. Like, whatever. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can meet the qualification. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe I made that up. But you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so today's story. Uh, I was reading the headline. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. That's not what happened. Somebody sent me this. I'm lying. Somebody sent me this. And as soon as I seen the headline, I was like, oh, that's a white lady. Because it says, teacher who admitted to feeding students cupcakes containing cop husband semen sentenced to prison. I will say that that is a fumbling, bumbling ass headline. Like, I don't know why they put it that way. Basically, this middle school teacher took some cupcakes with cum all over them, fed them to her kids. It was her husband's cum. Her husband is a police officer. When I put all these things together, I was like, those are white people. You know what I'm saying? Like, police officer husband. Like, black people marry cops. You know what I'm saying? Because black cops. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's like teacher with a cop husband. Like, mm, you know, could still be black. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm, sex crimes. They're putting cum on the cu- on the cupcakes and feeding them to the children? Uh, I just don't. It just doesn't scream Negro to me. I'm, I'm sorry. It didn't. I was... I was and I was delightfully surprised as I scrolled down to see this white woman's face. And it doesn't say how old she is. She looks like she could be like, I don't know, anywhere from if I had to like look at her and guess her age, I would say 37. 37 is what I would say. But she's a white lady, so like she could be 18. Cause you know <laughs> This is not true for all white women, but you know how it can be. Some of y'all age kind of fast you be like whoa it's it's lotion it's, it's white people as a whole and it's lotion y'all it's just that you don't put lotion on your face because you don't get ashy some of y'all don't if you do if you put lotion on your face right now if you white and you listen to this with lotion on your face you're gonna be like them white ladies you're gonna be betty white betty white wasn't out here looking a hundred betty white was a hundred lotion lotion you too can have it's not that black don't crack it's that dry unlotioned skin absolutely cracks so anyway the point is i knew they was white so they don't white people do this and that's the story y'all this motherfucker bro i know i know i like told you the headline and walked right past it like buried the lead on that one but like really y'all like her husband like she she used cup she the story says quote unquote that she used this the, she used her husband's semen to season the cupcakes, quote unquote. Like mix that shit in there. I don't know if she drizzled it on top like a little glaze or something. But I do know. First of all, she better be glad she going to prison forever. Because if that shit would have happened in my middle school, my nigga, she, bruh, we would have burned her house down, my nigga. If that shit would have happened in my middle school, we would have burned her fucking house down, bruh. We would have burned her house down. We would have blew her husband's car up. Like, so much. I went to school with some white boys. They used to kick it with some white boys who was who had, like, who used to keep this newspaper clipping of, like, somebody throwing Molotov cocktails in somebody's house because they did it. And they was like, yeah, we did this shit. And I was like, damn, why? And it was like, because they fucked with us. I was like, whoa, I'm going to continue to be your friend. I've never had a Molotov cocktail thrown in my house because I kept those people as my homies. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, nigga, if you, bruh, apparently the reason this all comes out is because her husband is convicted of like 
hundreds of of other sex crimes, including child pornography, first degree rape, and a whole bunch of other wild shit. And apparently she knew about it the whole time, which is why I said that y'all be supporting too, but sometimes it be a little bit. This is what I was talking about when I was talking about white ladies supporting the motherfucker. They know do it wrong this whole time acting like, and she acting like, nah, the thing about it is with her is that she gonna try and step in the corner and be like, oh no, he manipulated me, da 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 If you just knew you had a crazy ass nigga as a husband and you was like on some old like, I'm trying to not see it for what it is type shit, then maybe I could hear you. But at the point that you loading up the cupcake tray full of full of jizz cupcakes with, with, with the nut batter on top of them, you a part of this. You like this shit. You get off on this shit. And then it also it's like, you a teacher, my nigga? Like, so you been like, what, what, I gotta know what the students she was teaching. I gotta know, like, or do you just, like, hate kids? Is it, like, because it's, like, you gotta have, like, some, like, wild animosity towards the students that you teaching. You can't be teaching them more shit if you're willing to put cum on their cupcakes. Like, it's just, like, you're not gonna do that, but then, like, when you're not, let your husband nut on their cupcakes. And she got called doing that. That's not the first time she's done something like that to them kids. Like, people who do stuff like that get off on stuff like that. Like, that is, like, she has to die, bro. They gonna, I don't know if them, I don't know if she gonna make it. They gave her, she, and the shit her husband did, this is how you know that the shit they did together was fucked up. She's a white lady. She took a plea deal last minute. That's the whole reason why this story even came out is because she took the plea deal so the court records are released or whatever. From what I understand, that's what the, that, that's the way they made it seem. Um, she takes the plea deal. They give her 40 fucking years for the plea deal with no chance of appeal or parole. If anybody knows how plea deals work, if like the shit that we're going to give you, like the, this is like the, the, like the, the lesser sentence. Like this is like, this is better off for you than what would have happened if you would have went to court. Like if she would have went to court, it would have been worse for a white lady than 40 years, no chance of parole or, or appeal. Bruh. Them other hundred and something charges are probably wild. Like, it already says, like, child pornography, video voyeurism, first degree rape, all this other stuff. But, like, and I know all that stuff is already crazy on its own, but it's like, it's going to be like, you know that he was one of the, he was a cop. You know he was using the fact that he was a cop to do some of the shit he was doing. And you know we don't even know everything. Like, if I wonder if he worked for, like, the kind of department that could, like, pull his, like, like his audio from his body cam footage or his fucking cop radio or whatever, like his, uh, like the, the, the camera, his dash cam, uh, inside his car, like that, all that stuff is supposed to still be like available. I feel like, cause I don't know if y'all know, but like a while back, it was like this story that like they had done a random audits on the NW, uh, NWA <laughs> nigga, NYPD's radios. And it was like all this shit where they have heard them like, you know, calling all the people niggers and, and, and monkeys and shit like that. And, you know, just the shit that we already know police be doing, but they swear that we tripping. They be gaslighting us like we don't know what we talking about. But. Yeah, man, like it's just no telling what was really going on with that shit or whatever. And I, I just seen that shit and I was like, this shit is motherfucking crazy. So, you know, that's why I got here. Sorry. That's the new qualifications for white people do this. If I read the headline. And before I scroll down to the mugshots, I was sure it wasn't us. And I was like, okay, I feel like we in the clear. And I was right. And the story's crazy. 
y'all getting it on white people do this. I'm sorry. Y'all got to Those are your people. Those are your people. Run them out. I'm looking at this white lady's uh, hair. She got the blonde with the roots with the roots coming out. You know what I'm saying? She got on the orange right now, but I know she took off her little Hollister shirt before she took this picture. She one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I see this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Looking like all gruff, gruff and shit like that. Looking like the type of nigga who do the type of shit he did. Looking like a dirty ass cop. No chin having ass nigga with these big ass ears. You know what I'm saying? I, he bald. I would talk about the fact that he bald, but you know, ain't nothing wrong with being bald. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan was bald. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, uh, who else? I can't think of nobody else right now, but it's been other bald niggas to ball out in the world. You know what I'm saying? So don't be, I think Deion Sanders is bald right now. Neon, Deion, I think primetime is bald now. You know what I'm saying? So, and me too. That's my why I got a little sympathetic sympathy to him. Anyway, whatever. That's all I got, man. That's the whole, this whole segment of white people do this, man. Uh, that shit is nasty, man. You come my cupcakes, we'll, we'll burn your whole motherfucking house down. That's that's what I know. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Man, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to the season opener, you know what I'm saying, episode one of season three of the Fuck This Shit podcast, man, I hope y'all love this shit like always, man, as always, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, if you still listening this far and you haven't already subscribed to the motherfucking podcast on your streaming platform, then please hit the subscribe button, if you haven't already left a review, then pretty please hit the review button, if you don't follow the social media, the Facebook is FTS Podcast, everything else is at Fuck This Shit Pod, real nice and simple, and better yet, if you have not clicked the subscribe button, and I don't mean the, the free subscribe, it's a four ninety nine fee that you can pay to subscribe to the podcast. You get access to bonus content, all the previous seasons of the podcast, over 50 episodes of content that you get for subscribing. It's uh, it's dope, man. I'm fucking, I'm extremely, extremely excited about it. Uh, episodes coming every two weeks for the entire season. Subscribers get episodes every week. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually trying to make it where the subscribers get episodes more than every week. So that $4.99 is more than worth it. It also helps us keep this motherfucker rolling. You know what I'm saying? I use this to pay off the credit card that I accrue purchasing different things so that I can get this podcast going and give you quality content creation and world domination. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But as always, man, it's been love. I told y'all me and Takis cooked up something special for y'all. By me and Takis, I mean Takis cooked up something special for y'all. And I put it on the end of the podcast or whatever, the brand new outro music. So make sure y'all vibe out to that. I'll see y'all in two weeks. Love y'all. Peace. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. 
Tryna see the salad with the croutons Laying the foes down like futons For the billion Yeah, man, you're not tuning in there Fuck this shit podcast and billions 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 and